Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you then. If we're going to start, let's start. Listen, why can't you take me criticising you unless you, it, you love it? Now you're grinning when I'm having a go at you. No, just, I just want to just have this now on record. You... Say what you just said before I started recording. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Paul, for making this show popular. Uh, oh. <laughs> sorry, Paul, for, make, for making you have a successful podcast. <laughs> uh, oh. I didn't say that, ladies and gentlemen. You I fucking didn't say... did. No, I fucking didn't. Are we ready to introduce the show or are we going to wait? I can hear toilet shenanigans. <laughs> it's like your superpower. You can hear toilet shenanigans anywhere in the world. Oh, my shitty t- senses are tingling. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor. My toilet senses are tingling. Oh, God. Don't fuck up. Try try again. Try that that thing again. No, I don't want to. Moving on. Why don't you just talk into your microphone like a professional and do your intro? Okay. You want me to do the intro then? No, I don't want to, but you said just beforehand, Ooh, can I do doing the intro? a voice. Not doing, doing your voice. podcast voice. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm doing my podcast voice. Is this your intro? No, this is my intro, mate. You'll what? You'll fucking know when I've introed you, yeah. You'll be introed to. Yeah, I'll be. You'll know you've been introed to. I've been introed good and proper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to adjust my mic. Is that okay, Paul? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I can't do a podcast. My toilet centres are tingling. Someone's taking a juice somewhere and I must make sure they flush and wash their no, hands. No, it's not, not, it's not. I want it, I want you to perform it better. Do it like, you know, like you're doing a, a Stan Lee voiceover. Excelsior. <laughs> uh, hang on. By night, he works <laughs> at a DJ. If I by day, he's toilet man. Da-da-da, 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 da-da-da. Oh, look out. He's done a great big bum egg. <laughs> stop. Stop it now. Let's no. start again. No. This has been the worst ever. Just start your intro that now. Whole thing We're two minutes this... in. We're two minutes in. Begin. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome once again to Cheap Show. What time is it? It is te- Cheap Show time. Paul Gannon over there on the other mic joins me, Eli Silverman. Founder of the Source Report, do, 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 <laughs> for another economy podcast comedy. Right, you f- you know what fucking economy comedy doesn't podcast matter. It doesn't matter. The for your got. ears. You, you've do you know what you've, we do, Paul? Doesn't matter no, anymore. No, do you know what doesn't we do? Doesn't matter anymore. You said you were going to do. An do you intro. know what we you do on this podcast, plans. Paul? You don't know. Do you know what we do on this podcast? I don't Paul? know what we do anymore on this podcast. I've lost focus. You fucking have, but. I'll tell you what we do. It's good that I'm bringing back focus. I'll tell you what we do. We visit. I'm bringing focus back. <laughs> we bring us. Bring us. You, you, what's going on? <laughs> this Fat is going to. tongue twat. Oh, don't fucking start that. Don't fucking start that. Come on. What we do on the podcast, Paul, on this podcast, Cheap Show podcast, we go to the charity shops. Bing. Poundland, pound stores, Bing. discount stores, Bing. jumble sales, Bing. fates, Bing. bazaars, Bing. Uh, bargain po- bins, po- pop-up charity shops. Bing! Bing! <laughs> Not binging that. <laughs> and discount stores of this land of the UK. And uh, we get tat. And uh, cheap food. God, you make and this second- podcast sound awful. <laughs> Welcome to Cheap Show. Hate you and your fucking noodle posse.
love Moodle, alright? It's a fact of cheat code you're gonna have to fucking accept. Moodle time. Tells from the dance floor. How's the thing going? Why is it shite? It's just going to say hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to the show. And I go and I nuzzle. Hello, yes, it is the economy no, comedy don't, podcast. No, you don't have to do it now. You, you fucking... You... You... Shanghai'd me. I don't know what's a happened podcast. to my mind. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm you leaving you. No, you're leaving not you moving on. the side on. of the road. I'm leaving you at the well, side don't of the road. Do, well, okay, move on then. I and don't do the, the fucking... The, the intro that you usurped. Not we usurped. Are. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Fucking keep bring it to... Get it together. You... Pull it together. Subverted. Hijacked. Subverted. Disrupted. Oh, you are a shameful addition to this podcast. <laughs> Paul, sorry for being successful in your podcast. Sorry for being <laughs> the best thing in it. Are you ever sorry for like putting no social media work in? Are you ever Ooh. sorry for not doing Ooh, any editing? Here we go. Listen, you don't ask me to edit, do you? Send the files over. I'll whip out the hey, Avis. No. Do, do, do. no, no, no. Avis lady. If I ever give you a Isn't podcast, that what it's to called? Edit, the editing suite, Avis you lady. You'd be editing for hours, and it wouldn't come out on time, and you'd be crying about it. Going, I don't know how to work a computer because of my fucking lumpy hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite. That was fuck that, off. Yeah, you put me in a bad mood. Whoa! Five minutes in. Anyway, we're the podcast that looks for the hilarity within austerity, and we do so in a number of ways. How? Investigating charity shops, tasting cheaper food, investigating. <laughs> Charity shops <laughs> eating cheaper food. <laughs> Fuck and we hell. also like to so- source our material from you. Source? Do 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 you have one? Do I have a report? Do you have a report? You have to find out. You have to find out. How does one find out? Do a little sort of, uh, you know, smooth segue link into the, the source report and it might happen. Well, Eli, you're looking full of source, so why don't you give me some of your... Source report. This just in. Source report takes a break. There is no source report. That's. I think Eli. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I think it's time to retire. Don't retire the source report. I think you should just do it with Paul. She should just do the whole fucking thing with Biffo. Go on. You know it's gonna happen. No. No. I'll just be lonely. No. I'll be lonely in the House of Pickles. It'll become a fortress of solitude. Do you know what I mean? Keeps you on the road. It'll be the pickle of solitude. The You're pickle like... dwelling of solitude. Anyway, let's talk about Tales from the Shop Floor. Ooh, what do we do when we do Tales from the Shop Floor, Paul? That, in it? Just Tales from the Shop Floor. Well, and that's when the readers, listeners... Mate. Listeners. Mate. Listeners. Are you there, listeners? <laughs> the listeners, uh... <laughs> They write in, don't they? They write in uh, with their tales from uh, shops and, and that. Hey, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> I can't. My mouth's... It's, I'm tired. That's what it is. My mouth's yeah. not doing... It's not... What about the lovely song It's a feeling you must before. have most of the fucking waking life. What about that? Where it won't... The words won't fucking work. Why don't you tell that the little... The word hole's not working. Why don't you tell that little story about the ladies growling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So... 
walking down the street to meet you here at the uh, the uh, HOP. HOP. Yeah, you know me. And there's a lady, kind of looks a bit elderly, has some leggings yeah. on, holding a shopping bag, walking towards me on the pavement. Yeah. I f- see her quite clearly put her hand down yeah. and do some massive sort of tugging style rearrangement in the never regions. In, behind in the, the old gusset. And I'm like, okay, you know. When people have to do that, I have sympathy. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sneery. No, some people have to re- rearrange their junk. You know, it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's rubbing and. I don't judge it. people for that. No, but I may have just shown a little tiny smirk on my face as I passed her. Yeah, because as she did eventually pass me, she went, "Excuse me about that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her! And I'm like, what? So I'm starting to think she must have had a hand right up there. Do you like, think, do, did it go? Below the fabric, or was it on top of the fabric? Yeah, so it was hard to tell because of the, the shopping bag. Do you see what I mean? She was kind of carrying the shopping bag. If you can imagine, oh, something just, mm. uh, you know, I've, there's it's like a whoopee cushion effect on this. <laughs> and she kind of went, mm, mm. she had an expression on her face, like, oh, screwed up. Gurning. She's getting her fingers in. Fucking pissed off. I've wedged myself from walking around. She was probably pulling 50p's worth of knickers out of her front crotch. Yes. And then she, it was the it was the sorry. Excuse me about that. Sorry about that. Excuse me about that. Excuse me. I mean, look. She's been polite. She's being polite. I seen you when I see me. Yeah. Rearranging my gusset church. Yeah. And, uh. I think we should break the ice about it, stranger on the street. <laughs> By br- drawing attention to the fact that you saw me get a good fist worth of knickers in my hand. Why not just walk on by? She was coming on to me, is what I'm no, thinking. No, she that, was yeah, not she, coming on. Excuse me about that, or did you like that? You well, know, would have been the excuse next me thing. about that, and then what happens next? You say, no, excuse me for this, and you whack it out. Throppage! Yeah, do you? Is that, is that your fantasy? Air throppage. Air throppage. So you mind whapping it out. Well, it doesn't throp anything. It throps into the air. It's the sound of one hand what a, clapping. What a vulgar sound. It's the sentiment. sound of one knob thropping. <laughs> what is the sound of one knob thropping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. One one knob thropping. Unless you can get it to kind of slap on your balls a little bit. That'd be a good pub, wouldn't it? What? The thropping knob. <laughs> the old It'd have to be a little kind of village pub, wouldn't it? The old thropping knob. Oh, hello. Welcome into the thropping knob. Oh, there. Yeah. What do you have to drink in here? Oh, we've <laughs> Don't, got. You can't now. You cannot now it, do what? Uncle Grumbly in any form, right? Mm. So when I say, where, what do you have to drink in the pub, Paul? St- stepping outside, away yeah. from this improvisation. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> it has mm. to not be. Yeah. Spoff. Yeah. Piss. Puke. Mm. Shit. Mm. Sweat. I mean, uh-huh. that would be lame anyway, but... So you've said spoff, piss, puke, shit. Sweat. Sweat. Earwax. Earwax. Bogies. Okay. Did I say snot? Yeah. I didn't say, I said spoff, not snot. Okay. Spoff, snot, s- sick, spew, saliva. Well, anyway, we've got some lovely old scrumpy round the back, oh, which yeah. we have. Oh. Yeah, it's called oh. Rustler's Fudge. And we like to give it to you, and it's a really nice thing. I don't, is it a fudge, or is it... It's, no, oh, it's because it's, it's got a very sweety kind of flavour to it. It's very sweety, it's caramelly, a, it's almost a caramelly, kind of uh, cider kind of flavour. That sounds delicious, actually. I'm parched. Yeah. It's been very hot. I tell you what, I just I'll... had some kind of encounter with a, a lady oh, out there. Oh, yeah, old Barbara. Yeah, yeah she's always... It's old Barbara. Yeah, she's called Barbara. Anyway, let me get you a pint of it. However... 
We do serve it in a massive dead cock that you've got to drink out of. What do you mean a dead cock? I rip a cock off an animal. Whose cock? It's edible. It's maybe edible. I'm sure it is. No, but... an animal. Oh. Or who... it takes it off an animal. Maybe it's a horse. Maybe you've... it's a piglet. You've grown more rural. Well, you have. <laughs> and I've got to rip them off. And I... You ho- like... How do you hollow it out? This sounds very strange. But I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've been getting those two... two... Two, uh, well, three-act structures. <laughs> You've been doing what? I did. No, about a month ago, I had the perfect three-act structure. Did I tell you about that? Go on. Hard at the start. Uh-huh. Then a, a distinct second act of sort of slurry. <laughs> finishing with uh, top, top-grade top arse piss. Fizzy gravy, if you will. I think. You know when your own, your own shit has its own sort of crema of foam that is a different colour, whiter than the... Anyway, no, we really have. Will you please go to a doctor? (laughs) Please go to a doctor. It doesn't happen all the time. I was just like, that was great. It was like going to the movies. Oh, what happened to your podcast uh, partner, Paul? Oh, he died shitting. Yeah, yeah, he died of a three-act structure. (laughs) Now, Paul. Is it time for a Tales from the Dance Floor now? It is, yes. Yeah, I was DJing the other day, uh, Discount Suit Company. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that place on the podcast I think yet. You have. It's time for another Tales from the Shop Floor. From there. Dance Floor. D- d- oh, shit. I can't think of words today. Yeah? Yeah. I keep trying to say something and the word don't slot in the hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Go on. That's your whole fucking That's my life. Whole career. That's your whole life. That's your whole life. Stop eating. Don't stab me. I used you to this? touch me warmly. <laughs> what? <laughs> you used to touch me warmly and try and shake my hand and stuff. All you do now is you, you complain. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't. No. I may not be a woman. <laughs> no. Actually, Paul. But I'm all I've changed woman. my mind. It's, come on. Don't thrust your big new belly oh, at me. You sort of come to Thwoppages with me. No. It's a nightclub. Thwoppages. Thwoppages is the nightclub. Come on. What's look. the night called? Well, tonight they've got a whip it out night. Yeah. To, uh, everyone whips it out. Come right. on. Come to Thwoppages. Whip it out at Thwoppages. What's the DJ? The, D- the DJ? Yeah. What's he called? Eli Silverman. Oh, yeah. That's me. Now, Paul, he sit down, please. maudlin shite from his eclectic collection Paul, of Paul, will you fucking show off the music. Tales from the Boro dance muso shit. Boring muso shit. Says, May not be a woman, but I'm stop, all Honestly, lady. really, I'm glad you I'm glad you tried there. But yeah, I'm just oh, not feeling it. I'm not feeling that. it. I'm feeling it. What <laughs> am I feeling? Get sit down. It's funny, isn't it? Be careful what you wish for. Tales from the shop floor. Dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat Stop grapes. eating grapes. I'm eating grapes. It's disrespectful. It's not. <laughs> right. Go on. Okay. So I'm DJing. I think it's going quite well, Paul. You know, mm-hmm. there's some dancing. You've been down to the discount yeah, suit company. It's, it's not a dance venue. floor, is no. it? It's a, a cocktail bar. It only has about sixty covers uh, max, really. Yeah. And so it's and on like, a good day. It'd be quite cozy and a bit of fun. And people do sort of, yeah. They, you know, they get into it, uh, intimate. But I'm, I'm in full flow. I'm thinking this is going quite well. It's going well. You know what I mean? I'm putting some records on, people dancing. Yeah. You know, nice. Yeah. Everyone's reacting going to what well. you're putting down. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm stooping down to pick a record up. Yeah. You know, from my bag. Yeah. And I turn up, turn around. This woman is in my face. Oh, yeah? no. She's right there. And she's like, she immediately goes, Excuse me for that. 
<laughs> well, it's good. It's a good callback. Uh, <laughs> she immediately goes, uh, okay. She kind of goes, okay, now, um, I'm sorry. I just wanted to have a discussion about the next record you're going to put on. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Now you're feeling it, Paul. You're feeling it. Already, my brain's going in this situation. I'd be like, go away. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying I'm trying not to be immediately hateful and dismissive. But Give I was it- like, literally, what? I I was like, I don't understand. And I so, so I said, well, have you got a request? He's like, oh, we have a discussion about... Well, I'm like, And then I'm like, well, here's the record I'm going to put on. It's it's Cameo. Yeah. It's Serious by Cameo. Discussion over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then I'm like, well, well, what? what? She's like, oh, no, but I want it. It's like, what? What did you want? To have a discussion? Okay. Is that a request? What did she say next? She just went, oh. And then I thought, have I been too harsh? Okay. Yeah. But what did she want? Well, she goes, she came over to say, I want to have a discussion about the next track you're going to put on. Yeah. And you showed her. And she had nothing to say. But then she was kind of, because I was like, have you got a request? And she's like, no, no, no. I just want to have a discussion. And I'm like, well, that's kind of more annoying than if you just had a request. Do you know what I mean? A or lot more annoying. Maybe. Because it kind of implies that she sort of wants to get involved yeah. with this, the, you know what I mean? With the decision-making process that I'm going through. Like, get involved with my job. It's kind of weird sort of business meeting speak, isn't it? Let's have a discussion. Do you know what I mean? Rather than ask well, directly for something. Well, that's obviously what their background is, because it's near Liverpool Street, lots yes. of businesses around yeah, there. Yeah. It might have been that she's trying to use a kind of icebreaker to talk to you and get to know you. I think it was possibly that. And then that. you could yeah. have had a little bit of no, love. No, she was there with a, with a date. and they were. You don't know that. I do. I'm there. She's sitting there with the guy across just down. So I do know that. Were hands on each other's genitals? They were smooching. Maybe she's going to ask you for a free anyway, it did wasn't That happens a lot to you, doesn't it? <laughs> Shut up. A lot of people go up to you and say, Come and have a free way with me boyfriend. They do not. But anyway. Um, and you go, oh, yeah, I'd love that. No, I need to be part of something. No, I do Paul. Oh, I really need the attention. No, I, really I don't. need to be part of something and then be the best thing in that. <laughs> Shut up. Don't get. Is, this that... Your... Is, that... Is that the story? No, it has a little addendum. All right, go on. So. What you know? What are your thoughts on that though? Before we move so on, so far I'd be like, maybe she was trying to have a chat. Who knows? But come on, it is a quite an annoying way to sort of. It's it's like vague booking, isn't it? It's like going, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't believe I'm so sad. Post, and it's kind of like let's let's talk about your record. Yeah, question yeah. mark. And yeah, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and then she's got nothing. And I honestly, I do. I know I make a big deal on my infrequent tales from the dance floor. Yeah, spot, but. I don't mind if someone comes up and asks for a record and I don't have it and they're okay with that, then everything's okay, you know what I mean? Then everything's okay. What's the addendum? Right. So, Rogan, my flatmate, is down there. Oh, is he? You might hear him going to the loo, guys. Um, His toilet senses are tingling. (laughs) That's just not going to land at any stage. (laughs) Toilet senses. What about... Anus senses. Anus senses. No. Anus sense. Spidey sense is just good writing, but we can't. Heiny sense. Heiny sense. Yay! Right. We got there in the end. His um, heiny sense has gone off. Um. Yeah. So I'm going out for a ciggy, and you know, as we used to do, Paul, back in our in little old heyday, days. You know, before I got sick and tired of standing awkwardly next to you in a closed space. Yeah. As you did all the work, and I had to justify but then my some, existence. But then sometimes I'd go to the loo or whatever, and I'd let you change the record or I'd ask you to do it for me because yeah, it would help yeah you popped out to buy drugs so as he has a grape 
You're addicted to grapes, mate. Don't yeah. don't judge me. Here's the thing, though, about grapes. They're I, food. I would have to leave yeah. my job and get into the back of a stranger's car and go around the block to buy them. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> right. Go on. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And so I go. I'm going. I have to go to the loo, and I ask Rogan to to put the record on. Yeah. And she, whilst you're gone, yeah, he, she goes. Your selection's much better than his. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, and he, all he's done is take the single you've given him. Yeah, he hasn't selected it, and he said to her, "I didn't select." I'm not like, you know what I mean? And that's the same thing when you got fired. When I got the fired place. from Born and Hollingsworth. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, fuck I said him. it. Fuck him. When I got fired from there for smoking weed outside of the premises and yeah. smelling of it and the other thing they didn't like is that you would put some records on for me yes and the his guy choice ruins it or yeah something. and he said that your the quality goes down when you're on what the records that i choose and you stack for me to just play which would be exactly the same sound indistinguishable from if i put them on hipster fuck yeah Right, fucking well, wouldn't give me a chance, would you, Marco? Well, anyway, that was a very. I would say I was gonna go. I'm gonna go say average tells from oh, the right. dance floor. It's been a while since you've done one, and obviously there are only so many tells on the dance floor you can tell. It's like variations on a theme, isn't it? Is it is variations on a theme. It's like music. A Paul. meets B, B comes to A, A says. It's like a jazz. We like jazzers. You know, that, yeah. The girl comes up to me. She says, "Can you play Kylie Minogue?" I'm conflicted. Cause she was alright, good at glass and be. And I say, go on, say doobity doop doop or something. No, because this is just embarrassing <laughs> and you need to stop. Paul. Stop. Have we have we Stop it? Are we gonna have to not put this this nah, one out? Ah, this one's <laughs> golden! So, that's the intro done with. 30 minutes in! <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I did a show mm. um, a few weeks ago now mm. at the Phoenix Bar in London. Mm. Uh, the video game game show show run mm. by uh, Steve McNeil. Mm. And I was there with uh, Mr. Biffo and Larry Bundy mm. and Octavius mm. and such and such and such. Mm. Anyway, Chai was there. Regular listener. Chai uh, has sent stuff in the past. Oh. Chai handed me a big bag mm. of goodies. Mm. So over the next few episodes, we'll be dipping into Chai's goodie bag and mm. pulling things out. And one of the things that um, Chai gave us mm. was a selection of froth shop goodness. Mm. What are the fuck is this? <laughs> are you just slowly going to turn into Chewbacca? Mm. <laughs> it's like Teen Yeti, isn't it? It's not. It's not nothing to do with that. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've forgotten Teen Yeti. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> you haven't, though, have you? No. You haven't. So is it a froth shop? We're going to go tingle-lingle in there? Or is it sort of off-the-hand froth shop? Off-the-hand froth shop? <laughs> yeah. Stop talking like Paul Gannon. <laughs> you fucking sorry. idiot. I'm sorry. I'm ah, sorry. Ah, 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 fist. <laughs> Do you know what it is, Paul? I've been working all day. Speaking to people, so it's sort of a it's a fatigue thing. I I apologise to everyone. Uh, it's remiss of me. I should prepare better for these shows, you know. And uh, or ever, just ever, just I one pre- episode. I I, I beg your pardon. What fucking sweets have you got then? Come oh, on, excuse me about that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, tingling, lingling, lingle. Ah, hello, little boy. Welcome to the to the froth shop again. Oh, oh Governor, I tell you what, Gov. Yeah, yes, my boy. hands are bleeding fucking like a roger. What? 
you know what? Don't forget. If you can't do the calculus, we'll just get. We'll just can't. It's, it's not worth it, is oh, it? I can do it. Oh, I can do it, Mister. If Eli's brain broken, we can't do a show. Oh, my my fingers all bleeding oh, from selling. Who knew? All selling newspapers and oh, matches, and uh, I have to keep I have to light matches to keep me warm. Oh. But I thought I'd come down here because I'm all oh, wool starving. Thank Marvin, I am starving, hungry, uh, hungers. I've got that. <laughs> Shut up! Stop looking at me like that, Mr. Sweet Shop Man! Well, it's, I'm glad you're out of the cold, young boy. And, Ooh, um, yeah, it's cold out there the as well. The offer for the job still stands if you want to help stock sweets in my lovely spot. I'd shop. love to, but, you know, I've got, like, you know, a whole gang to run of uh, little urchins out there. Well, well, I'm just saying... I've got a uh, little, uh, little Johnny, and then there's Big Johnny. There's a uh, medium-sized Johnny. <laughs> yeah. And there's Davy, little Davy. Big Davy, medium sized Davy, is oh, that? It's yes. funny, it's like you know him. You know the gang. I was thinking, bring all the all the uh, the Daves and the Johnnies down here and uh you could see all the size comparisons. I know it's a podcast, but I am shaking my head. Shaking my head. Well I won't then, but I've sold papers and stuff, you know. Ah, well, anyway, I thought, uh, because you're in my shop, I thought I'd give you some of my exclusive new treats. Oh, so shall- oh, dug a gag. I like that. I like sweets. Oh. Yes, well, we've got some lovely ones for you, haven't we, today? So, um, let's start with something that I know we've both been keen. No, 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 because that's a different part of the froth shop, isn't it? It's the soda fountain. I've got a whole new character for that. Oh, have you? Yes. All right. Well, I don't really, but I'm going to improvise something. Anyway, ah, uh, so here's the first thing. Like, donated by uh, Chai, 29p from Home Bargain, it says these. <laughs> well, and it I'll certainly sto- is cheap. And I'm going to be stocking them in the froth shop, depending on your reaction. Ooh. So uh, let's now do what we must do. And can have... I put that on my business card now? Yes, we can do that. Brand ambassador. But let's now uh, let the spirits okay. of two podcast presenters from the future take over our bodies and do the actual <laughs> review. Oh, all right, mister. Uh, oh, hello. Right, so these are chili candy. Do you want some light in here? Let's yeah, let's get some light on. Okay, there you go. It says, dare yourself, chili meter. Ah, uh, now, we've uh, we've had the ultimate chili candy. Chili Willy, Millie. Millie's. Chili, chili Millie's. Chili Millie's. Very Which were nice. from Pakistan, and they were a uh, gummy yeah. based, weren't they? Shaped in little tiny gu- chili shapes, and I like them. They were really nice, weren't they? Yeah. Really, a really well thought out sort of flavour profile on those. The ones wasn't we had with Ken Reed, not as nice. They bland. weren't nice at all, those straws. Yeah, they were pretty bland. They were kind of bland and sort of mulchy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, I'll be interested to see what these, uh, how these go. Uh, it's got a chiliometer, so it's six levels. So are, are we expecting there to be... Ah. What? Oh, that's nice. Chai's what? put a, a little note on yeah. the back of the... Uh, for uh, the froth shop. As he has done on all the... And he's put the price on. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. So do we gone. think... Look, it says six levels, chili meter. Does yeah. that mean we think there's six different coloured beans? And oh. each one corresponds to a different heat level. That's, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty neat. I that bet actually, that's what it is. If that is They're true. They're like Scoville. It's like the Scoville green, because green chilies do tend to be less hot, don't yes. they? Like the jalapeno. Yeah. So it's actually it's actually mimicking the actual uh, well, nature. How exciting. Let's try them. I'm interested. And uh, depicted on this is uh, a few anthropomorphic chili uh, peppers and a sort of... Uh, Stereotype Mexican yeah, guy in a sombrero. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I'm getting the... I'm going to get my huff out. 
Yeah, you need to get your hoof on. I'm going to get the Use half. scissors, cut them. No, it's all right, I've got there. I'm there. Half not good. What's the hoof of, though? It's got a sort of sweet smell, but there's a slightly sour, sour... Um, Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Kind of chemically. Sour thing. sugar sort of uh, taste. Um, I guess we just have to pour some out and try and it. These look like normal jelly beans. Oh, okay. I thought and they, might have been they like... are all correspond flavour. So should we start with a one that's meant to be um, yeah. the mildest, the green ones? I'll hand you that, yeah. Paul. All right. Is that a green one? Yeah. All right. We've got... Let's, let's just start going. Green. The texture's not great, but the flavour's not awful. Mm. And the, but when the heat comes Def- in... Is there heat coming in? I can't really... A little bit. Yeah, there is. There's a bit of heat there. A little bit of heat there. Not too bad. Yeah, um, very much that sort of cheaper end of the jelly bean... uh, Scale in terms of texture. Texture. But the flavour's not that bad, to be fair. No. That's quite nice, actually. I think, if anything, it's going to taste a little bit off because of the heat. Sorry, I'm just going to try and find... Just pour them all out. You may as well. Yeah. You can empty your beans across my lap now, anytime you want. Now, it says six levels, but I can't find a, any differentiation between the greens. There's going to be a lighter green, which is hotter. Oh, well. well, I can see one of the the most hot ones. So, let's just go straight to a yellow, which is going to be kind of uh, low intermediate heat on so, this. This is next after the green. Yeah. Right, here we go. Lemon. Yeah, it does taste a lemon. What's the green one meant to taste of, do you think? Lime. It didn't. Is the heat a bit more noticeable there? No, not really. No. I thought the green was actually a little bit hotter. In the I know, there's more on this. Yeah. Okay, and so we go to the middle. Orange. Orange. Actually, they're not that unpleasant. Are no, they? not at all. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, on I'm happy to eat the next. Yeah. This is orange. So this is the next heat up, hopefully. Definitely that orange, sort of classic artificial orange flavor. Yeah. The heat's coming in quicker on that one. Oh, yeah. That's got a bit of a bite. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> You've broken your chili receptors mate what's next ah now that was it and now this one is the only one we got which is of the highest type i reckon you should try it okay i'll let you try the hottest rod there's Uh, no reds at all just that no there's just that one yeah look and that corresponds to the i guess so hottest level six you see there was meant to be two different shades of green yeah there isn't is there no okay so this is level six yeah are you ready hit it have the milk ready I've got the milk ready. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> Strawberry. Oh, that's good. Yeah, not much hotter. No, I think they were all the same heat, honestly. No, uh, no. No. <laughs> I thought you could add more to that. Uh, they weren't that bad, though. They weren't they, that bad. 29p. 29p, home bargain. Pleasant. The, the thing is, with all these chilli confectionery, chilli sweet things, I don't know if I'd ever just choose to eat them. You know what I mean? Yeah, you couldn't just... Isn't... I love a curry. Or a spicy, you know, yeah. Vietnamese or a... Curry. Or a curry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't I would wa- want... I would, like, get some ice cream that didn't have that in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like and it's like jelly beans. I'm going to probably buy Skittles or Jelly yeah. Belly yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah. because I just like that. That's interesting that you've put them in the same category. Because well, not really. Is a Skittle really a jelly bean no, in disguise? it's not. Isn't it? Oh, that's, you've it's bro- a fruit You've chew. blown my mind. It's a fruit chew with a hard shell. It's almost basically the inside of a chew-it. It's like a chew-it but with a hard shell. And have you tried um, uh, Skittles naked without the hard shell? Yes, I have eaten Skittles with no clothes on. And I put them in my foreskin. <laughs> I, knew were, I knew they were going there. As soon as you started that, I knew I where they were going. And I try you and pop get them as in many your meters. as I you can. You pop them down your meters. Not down my meters. Just Why not? Pop- oh, 
This is shit. What I do is I put I can't as... wank off to this. <laughs> what I do is I put as many as I he can. He didn't on even my... put them in his meters. In your foreskin, it's time. What is this? No, the you're not hearing it through. Is this the Hallmark, ch- Hallmark channel? No. Hallmark. Hallmark. Eli is breaking down. <laughs> the Eli software is melting it down. It fucking is. Daisy, Daisy. Right, no, what I do is I take a load of them and push them all inside my foreskin. And then I'd put two little bobbly eyes on it and I'd say, oh, it's Hammy the hamster. He's going to be sick. And I squeeze it <laughs> and all the jelly beans come out. I go. You might get a bit of a heat on your, your meters. I'm not going to use those ones, am Why I? Why not? I'm just going to use Skittles. This is wrong in And then I'll, I'll, get, I'll fill up my cock up full of fucking <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> yeah. As I squeeze them out into someone's face, I go, oh, you can taste the rainbow, can't you? Taste the rainbow. Very taste good. Taste the rainbow. Very good. Happy content listeners. <laughs> right. This is what you want. Shall we give those a mark? I'll give them a sort of three and a half. I'll give them a three. Yeah. Not too bad There's at enough flavour, a variety of flavour, and it's not too unpleasant oh. heat that I would say it's a nice little snack. Uh, where did it say on his little note where we where these were purchased? Yeah, home and bargain. I have said it twice, now I've said it three times. Okay, well, make it more interesting. No, listen, instead of being wrapped up in whatever inane thing you're going to say next. What What is next on this uh, froth shop uh, well, visit? it's a tube, and it's got radioactive symbolism all over it so you know the warning signs and the radioactive yellow. symbolism what godzilla yeah uh from the froth shop 95 it's not symbolism it's uh iconography thank you 95 peach from home and bargain from chai so these are well they're i don't quid know each you can uh, there's a tube of blue and a tube of red and what they're called i'll let you hang on there you go all right so he's handed it to me now yeah it's got the what's that radioactive that is the symbol of radioactivity isn't it yes Yes. Uh, radioactive sours. I hope they're not really radioactive. Paul. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sell them. <laughs> right. So, so they're little boiled sweets. They're bonbons. That's a bonbon. Well, this is a. Oh, like that's a boiled, boiled sweet. sweet. But this is a bonbon. Well, well, no. It just. I think it's just the same thing, but the colour oh, yeah, is different. Yes, but this has got an opacity to it. I've got a blue one. This is strawberry flavour, and yours is strawberry. Mine is. Blueberry. Blueberry. Blue raspberry. Sorry. Well, you know me. I like It's blue a... raspberry, Paul. I know. It keeps popping up, blue raspberry. It's a popular you candy it flavor. One. You mentioned it once. They go fucking all over no, the place. They... Blue raspberry this, blue raspberry that. What's next? Well, blue it's... raspberry. Mate, in the 80s. Blue raspberry burgers. Blue raspberry chickens. <laughs> What's that? What's next? Blue raspberry. I'd like to apologize for Eli for this whole episode. Just... Sorry, I would like to. Right, should we taste these? Yeah. So I'm going to have a red, you're going to have blue. There's no half to speak oh, of. Oh, hang on, I didn't even check that. There's very little of anything. Taste no. like the sweets. All uh, right. They're going to be sour, extremely sour. That's what they say. Okay, Let's I'm find pop- out. popping it in. Oh, that's quite sour. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I can't keep that in my mouth. That's what she said. <sighs> that's too sour for me. That's what she said. Stop saying that, please. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hang on. I'm getting through the sour now. It's nice. I can taste it. Ooh. So am I. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's quite intense, that first soury buff. Very sour. I think it's that powder stuff they put on the top. But actually, once you get through... The sweetness is coming through now. Mm, it's actually quite a nice flavour. Yeah, not bad. Have you, are you going to give it the crunch? Let's give it a crunch. I don't know if it's got anything in the inside. It feels solid all the way through. That's what she said. <laughs> Stop. That, we can't do that on this podcast. That's what she said. Stop saying that. That's what she no, said. No, you've already said that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> this is an absurdio reduction absurdium. 
That's what she said. <laughs> I'm going to give it a crunch. That's what she said. <laughs> Anything in the inside? Can't, can't break it. Oh, don't try then. You'll hurt yourself. Stop. He's grimacing. He's grimacing as he tries to... Don't do ah! it. He's, he's manufacturing injury for the listeners. Yeah, I've got a centre. It has. A sour centre. A shard of it. shard of it when I bit into it. Stuck into my gum. Ah. A shard... Uh, uh, oh, no, it doesn't have a centre. It's no. just all the way through hollow. Yeah, you can dispose of that on my No, I'm eating it. Not unenjoyable. That. Why don't you get past the first 30 seconds It's of... okay. Again, it's sort of gimmicky and, you know, kids would be into it. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't just... I wouldn't buy that. You know what I mean? No. They're not... The problem with these kind of sweets is they're, like, not refreshing, really. They're not... They're a bit of hard work. They're gimmicky. Do you have any other items from Chai? Um, I'm going to give that 3.5. I'll go for... A, I'll go for three for that. I prefer the jelly beans, I think. Okay. I prefer the radioactive sours. Now, a little bonus <clears throat> item, Paul, for you. Yeah? Oh, a little Brucey bonus. Now, um... Do you remember on a frop <laughs> a froth shop quite recent Let's froth get shop. the Brucey bonus radar in. Yeah, there's definitely a Brucey impersonator in the building. It's hard to tell. We're going to need to go go closer to see where the Brucey is. Now you can see it's reading. We're getting a full, full nice to see you. Nice to see you. Good game. God, I hurt my jaw doing that. You hurt yourself all the time. Now, Paul, on a previous froth shop, stop, stop, stop doing noises when I'm trying to speak. On a previous froth shop, I can't remember what they were called, but do you remember they were these boiled sweets? cola flavoured that you got in a big bag for a quid yeah they were nice and though. they were Italian yeah now I think I found the equivalent but manufactured by Chupa Chups and have you noticed Chupa Chups have in recent years branched out completely into the sort of toy push pop market and they have all these sort of your yeah, sours and they have all these sort of gimmicky game toys that seem to be taking over oh I've not really noticed to be honest yeah I've noticed so what have you got for us today these are so these are very similar I believe yeah Chupa Chup Centre Shock. So, what does that mean? I think there's some sherbet in the middle. We all like a little bit of sherbet. Yeah. I I like pear drops and lemon drops that have sherbet centre. It center. doesn't sort of... What does it say? Spanking cola. Yeah, it says cola. Splashing cola. Oh, I thought that said spasming cola. What is that word? It's No, you're right. It's splashing. Splashing cola. So, again, it's going to be... Is it going to be cola colours is what I'd be interested in, or is it going to be... Oh, liquid-filled sour chewing gum. Whoa, this is a totally different thing. Yeah, it's just so... Chupa Chups have gone fucking crazy like Willy They've gone rogue. They're opaque and slightly off-white. I didn't expect them to be that colour. That's the chewing gum around the outside. What's the gum? The smell is very, very colory, that that cola. I see smells of bleach. <laughs> yeah, it does. it's got a bleachy smell. <laughs> Should we bite it in half? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's sour. Wow. Oh, oh I've got a little bit of pre-cum coming out of it. It has juice down the insides, but it's not really sour. Oh, that's kind of unpleasant, isn't it? I mean, the sour doesn't go with the cola very well. No, no. Do you want the spit spit tray? What are your feelings? Sadness. <laughs> that wasn't ex- that wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. No, I thought it was going to be like a little bald sweet. Hmm. This is actually quite nice again once you get the sour out of the way. Yeah, but why put the sour in? Exactly. To that extent, you know, that unpleasant extent. Because the sour it must be like an arms race. It draws you in. It's the icebreaker, isn't it? It's like you go, <coughs> oh, you go, oh, what's this? Oh, center shocks. Oh, it's fizzy. 
oh, I'll get that over that one. Do you think it just pulls you in? Yeah, because it makes you think, I'm going to live life on the edge today. I'm going to have something sour. I'm going to do something exciting with Fizzy, my life. yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to have a regular chew it. No. Or starburst. But I have never seen that kind of sour combined with a chewing gum, which is what this is, isn't it? YOLO. I had a... F- also... YOLO. I had center shock. F-O-M-O. <laughs> and also... F-O-M-O, YOLO. <laughs> and also... But also... F-M-L. YOLO. But also, I've never had a chewing gum that had a liquid centre. Do you remember any other products that do that? I must have come across a few in my time. I'm not asking if you've come across them. I'm asking if you remember any single one. Yes. And I ejaculated upon it. Right. I'm spitting this. That's what she said. Fucking hell, that's tiresome. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Spit out. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shut, up. <laughs> shut up it's hard isn't it when you get into an innuendo hole that's what she said you can't chew and do the podcast I know it's very rude right to end on no, that well we need a score for that too two and a half it's just a bit of a sort of strange thing wasn't it's it it's a bit of a strange thing if it had not been a chewing gum like just a normal chewy sweet like a like like a chew it chew it yeah then chew it would be better chew it's a very good but even the Chewits are threatened oh, by you... by those high sea Japanese ones that what? we did. Yeah, oh, they imagine seem that with to. A little bit of liquid it's in. like what the Japanese do with so many things. They take something, yeah, and then they they extrapolate it to its most pure and you know clear embodiment of it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when they do a dry lager, it's fucking so crisp and dry. It's like super super dry. Well, you know, they they're a proud culture. You know, and they've done it with two that those opaque chew sweets. As they won us over. I mean, I, I still, got I, you know what, I still fucking love though. What? Chew it's extreme sour apple. You can't go wrong with chew it's Big extreme sour. To keep it to To piddly do de do. Right. So what's finally happening? Right. Let's go back into our. <laughs> oh, oh, Mister! Thanks for so many sweets. That's really good. That all. Yeah, that's that, not a problem. That's all boy. I'm going to eat all week, probably. Because living on the street, I got Dave. He all he, the sizes. Yes, all, I know. All the all sizes the of Dave. Sizes of characters. All my friends. And Can you even remember their names? Yeah, John, Little John, no, Medium sized no. John, Big John. No. Then there's Dave, Little Dave, Medium sized Dave, and Big Dave. So did I remember them or not, Mister? They're my fucking family. Back to the podcast. They're my street family, which you're not going to do right now. So, you know what, though, Mister? What's as much that, as I do boy? appreciate the sweets, I love the charity that you showed to me—a little urchin on the yes. street who must sell papers that I disagree with politically, uh, and and burn my little hands. But you know what, Mister? What? I that all those sours and those uh, those. Uh, Chili beans yeah. left me parched. Oh, oh! I could do with a drink so bad. Oh. If only there was some kind of old 50s-style soda fountain with a very wide variety of different sodas and drinks, soft drinks around here. Oh, well, let's see if there's one. I'll ring my little bell. Tingling, <laughs> Yeah. Well? Well, I've got to be a new character. No, you just have to introduce it. Oh, well, I do have a gentleman who works around the back. He's new. Uh, he's going to be in charge of all of our beverages, <laughs> our soda fountains, our, uh, all our kinds of fizzy, uh, old flat. Oh, is that the young boy? Bring him in here. Ha, ha, ha. I'm the jerk fountain guy. You're the jerk fountain guy. I, I'm the fountain, the soda jerk. 
Now this is my soda fountain. Come in, little boy. You got nothing to be afraid with with me. I'll fix you a drink. What you like? Now let's go out of the characters, Paul. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now. So you're going to have to just talk to yourself as two characters now for the bit, or what? Are we just well, no, gonna... we're, we're going into we're Paul and Eli. Does that guy have a name? He's the soda jerk. Dave. Right. <laughs> Barbara. Oh He's called Barbara Dave. Right, Dave Barbara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave Barbara. Dave hey. Barbara. Hi there, little boy. Come in. I'll jerk you up a soda. Do you like it, Fizzy? Do you? Do you? Do you? Fizzy? Fizzing over? Do you? Right. <laughs> He's good. Stop. You're menacing me with those scissors. He looks like he's going to stab me, ladies and gentlemen. So, this is a part of, in all seriousness, you know, it's, a, re- it's a relative I'm enjoying term. this episode, watching the wheels come off the Eli train. <laughs> Especially at the beginning when it was all, I podcast, great. And here you are, like, you're like a child in front of the deep end of a swimming pool without your fucking... Water wings on. Oh, you almost said something funny then. I did. <laughs> you got it right though. Water wings. You. Were, I almost said something. You could have said like with you out your canoe on or something like that, which would have been funny. Treading on thin water though, mate. You are treading on thin water. No, Paul. It's it's a new subsection of the thrift shop. I just thought I'd like to lay the lay of the land out. Does that taste funny to you, that water? Why? Because we're having an issue with our ice tray. It didn't, did it? Why are you telling me now this after I've had a sup? I'll drink it. It's not like, you know, but did it taste not no, funny? No, it's fine. Really? You, it would just take like clean water to you? Yeah. Okay. It does. It's fine, isn't it? Yeah, what? I'm just having an issue. I paid good money for this new ice thing that, that has rationalised the ice, ice in my life. Ice box. Well, if it's new and you're wearing it in, it might still have that plasticky smell for a while until it beds Yeah, for in. a few times, maybe, yeah. I'm thinking. There wasn't anything there. No. Anyway, it's I a new sub... hope not. It's a new subsection of the Froth Shop segment of Cheap Show where we we taste uh, soft drinks because both myself and Paul yes. are kind of uh, obsessed with soft drinks as well, aren't we? Yes. You definitely have a long history of uh, being a, a lover of pop. I like fizzy pop. Yes. When do you think it started? Can you remember sort of what your first introduction to it? Was it all the cheap panda stuff? Panda pop and stuff. Lemonade? Lemonade seems to sort of... No, do you know what it probably was? You know when you used to get bottles and you'd take them to the shop and get money back? Yes. That. It was probably like one of those Did things you used where to my mum and dad went to the corner shop, bought some big bottles of pop, we drank it, and then I took them back and got the 5p change. Did like... you live in like New York in the 1930s or no, something? No! It was a popular thing to have recyclable glass bottles. I think it was Bar and Schweppes. They right. were the companies they that did, it. did the whole thing where it was like, if you return this to the store, you get 5p or something. Now, Schweppes, I think, was a British company, wasn't it? And so... Coca-Cola hadn't completely dominated back in the sort of early 80s in the same way. Cola owns Sweps now. Now they do. But I don't think they owned it then. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And Bar, that's an interesting... They still do it, don't they? They do your generic cream soda, uh, lemonade. I think in Scotland they still do it. Yeah. Did they... Bar made Iron Brew, didn't they? Yeah, they make Iron Brew. That's their biggest hit. Yeah, but then they've shut that out by getting rid of the... The sugar, sugar you have to. Sugar tax now. You have to. And it's really yeah, disappointing for me personally. Shit, so it yeah. tastes like shit. So I'm just yeah. not going to buy it. So therefore, yeah. I'm not buying your thing anymore. Yeah. So it doesn't make any fucking difference. So it's difference. worked. Because you get less diabetes and obesity. I'll just go buy normal Coke. But you have to pay more for it. So? I don't drink a lot of Coke. Yeah, no, neither do I. I I'm, I'm with you. So you don't, you're not for the sugar tax. You no, don't like it. No, I think it. it's fucking stupid. Just another reason to tax us. I've noticed. By saying, here's something bad for you. Now, to protect you, we have to tax it. Yeah. That's what they did with cigarettes, isn't and it? And they're going to do it with porn. 
All right. It'll be a pawn tax. <laughs> I'm going to be out of pocket. <laughs> okay. Now. Um, Let's drink. Yes. No, the sugar tax has affected when a DJ I like to start the evening, perhaps with a glass of cola. Yeah. And, you know, I went. Before oh. he's not smashing back three pints and shots. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then getting into a right wreck. Right. And telling innocent women about. Co- when they're coming up to you for an, you know, a bit of a chat at the DJ booth, you fucking give her the big I am. I did not. I just didn't understand what she was up to. That's all. Didn't think to ask. Can we discuss the next record? What's to discuss? You know what I mean? I've selected it. This anyway, is what it's called. drinking what we've been trying so to get what our I was, hands on. what I tried to say, Paul, Make what I was bit. trying to say is when the sugar tax came in, and so I get the glass of cola before I start my DJ set. <laughs> What's this? Yeah. And they've just simply... If you ask for a Coke, you get Coke Zero now. Do you know what I mean? How fucking dare they? Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't ask Coke for a fucking Zero. Coke Zero. Did I ask for I a didn't Coke fucking Zero. ask for that, did I? Anyway. So, this as our inaugural soda jerk official beverage. An inaugural official beverage to the froth shop with Dave Barbara. Dave Barbara. The jerk founder. F- found, the soda founder. jerk employee. Soda jerk employee. Uh, this is Fanta Shakata. Now we, you got a big old bell on about this, didn't you, a little <laughs> yes, while I did. ago? Yes, I did. Because like, oh, what's it made of? What's it? What's it? secret? But what is it made of? It's elderflower, isn't and, it? And lemon, by the looks of things. It's elderflower and lemon. It's so. probably a slightly shittier flavoured lemonade. Yes, so that's your prediction. But uh, the the picture on the label has these little things that look like daisies, don't they? And uh, a slice of lemon. I mean, there's no English Shikata. on the back of this, but as far as I can what see. I was, why I got a big bell on about it, Paul, is because I saw it in the shops, but, and it coincided with Fanta. I don't know if you've noticed, they've 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 released like loads, cherry, like seven orange, or eight new flavors. Melon. Everyone's doing peach and melon yeah, flavored yeah. stuff at the moment. Yeah, it's a whole brave new world. It's mate. like, oh, we're Coca Cola. We're really sorry that we've had to make all of our drinks sugar free for the tax thing. So to have spice mango it up, one. Have a mango. Have a peach. Have, have a you tried those? They're uh, awful. Uh, we're panicking. Peach strawberry. Coke. Peach Coke. Yeah. Uh. Did you like that one? No, but it was the least least awful. offensive. Did you try the mango one? Yeah, it was too sweet. It was horrible. Now, yeah, but fake sweet again. The sweetness tastes horrible. Yeah. I fucking can't drink it. I I like. That when they're not that sweet or when they're undercut, the whole joy of cola, yeah, really is the kind of bitterness and acidity that cut that cuts through the sweet. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's not just the flavour. The of sweetener the sweet. just makes that flavour worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's the kind of sweetness that doesn't get cut through. It's a blanket sort of artificial sweetness that you can't. You know what I mean? All right. It doesn't clear. Anyway, shall we? Let's open it up. Oh, I was given my bottle at the uh, Video Games Live, 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 Live show. So okay. A lot of people gave me stuff. If you're listening and you meet me in a live s- scenario, like a show or whatever, by all means, give me stuff. Right. It has a distinctly elderflower and lemon smell. It's it, it's it, it's one of these weird smells where... It's, it's that shakata like, smell. But it's that weird smell where it's like one minute it's unpleasant, then the next minute it's quite nice. And then it's bad, and then it's nice. I can't now, get this is room it. temperature, but we're going to pour it over a little ice. L- a little bit it, of yeah. ice. Okay. Well, I suspected it's a bit kind of you know, it's a bit misty, isn't it? It's like it's, yeah. it's like cloudy lemonade. It's cloudy, look. cloudy. Yeah. So here we go. Doesn't have a lot of flavour. It's like a weak lemonade with a flat floral kind of aftertaste. Mm. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I think with the ice in it's helped it because I think room temperature this would be pretty fucking nasty. Uh, the bubbles seem to have disappeared completely. Very oh god, fast. it went it was, bubbles. What bubbles? Well, why did it do that? It seems kind of flat. <laughs> Is it because these are sort of old bottles? No, it wouldn't make any difference. The carbonation. 
It's very low carbonation, isn't it? You can see it fizz off like aspirin. It's weird. Maybe that's just the way the recipe is. Mm. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's um, it's quite a distinct sort of flavour. Do you know what I mean? Again, it, it, it is a flowery kind of lemonade. Yeah. And it's not bad. Slightly floral lemonade. I saw a whole bunch of what I thought Eastern European uh, women uh, um, yeah. on the tube the other day. Everyone had one of these, a bottle of Shikata. Oh, well, maybe so maybe just... it's a kind of fashionable thing. Maybe it's trendy. more of a flavour that works overseas more than Britain. Give it a mark. Out of five. I'm going to give it, on froth scale of fizz, one. But on a flavour scale, I'm going to give it a three. The flavour is quite, is quite nice, quite refreshing It's all flavor. right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If it was fizzier... And maybe with more ice, you know, mix it all, get it nice and cold. Probably really refreshing. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm not it's against refreshing, it. But, um, and it doesn't have that cloying sweetness that sometimes... No, it doesn't have that sweetener aftertaste, which no. I was a bit concerned about. Now, let's, let's, have, let's finish this section, Paul, the jerk, with the other soda. We might as well oh, do yeah, it, let's talk about that then. Because I went to this shop in Dalston Junction. They had the uh, selection of soft drinks. It made me cry. There were a lot of different lot, soft yeah. drinks. They had, you know, Bundenberg, the... The Australian uh, brand, they do gi- uh, rum, okay. Bundaberg, and they do a very good... Bundaberg. 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 They do a very... Bundies, they call band. you know, Australians. Have a bandy, mate. Yeah, have a fucking bando. Get a bando. Bando, I think it's bando. Bando. Uh, because it's like cheap uh, rum. They make rum as okay. well. Okay. And that's sort of like, you know, mad dog or whatever. It's just okay. nasty rum that poor people drink, you know? Yeah. Like, so... Like a diamond white of rum. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's because that's been told to me by an actual Australian. But they also do soft because drinks. Australians aren't hateful at all. They, they, no, they're not. <laughs> they also do. I don't like Australians. <laughs> no, stop. It's the French and the Australians with you. Although you deny the French, but you did tell me in private that you hate the French. Well, no, you had no use for them. Is what you said. <laughs> I didn't say I had no use for the French. <laughs> you did. You Got did. No use for the Australians. Okay. Okay. Bundaberg, but they do a. Um, Ginger ginger ale. Okay. A soft drink ginger ale, which is really actually nice. Very smooth, but still quite gingery. Okay. But they, just like everyone else, it seems, have been um, expanding. So I've had one which was like a, a lemon and bitters soft drink okay. on them. Yeah. And, they, and also a grapefruit one. Oh. Which these were in this shop. That- I've noticed that as well. We've seen they brought out Coca-Cola mixers or whatever they are at Asda. It's like Coca-Cola with a hint of cinnamon and something else. Yeah, everyone's like the going crazy bottles. with flavours at the but moment. But they're meant to mix with like other cocktails. or something. You can drink it as it is, but I think it's meant to be a mixer. In a cocktail? Yeah. Crazy. And they've done a Coca-Cola taurine energy drink now as well, haven't That's, they? By the way, I've had that. Let's get it on. Fuck, we need no, to get it on this section. Horrible. I want to taste it. It tastes like cheap cola and cheap Red Bull. Yeah. Ugh. So the whole thing tastes cheap. And just because it's got the Coca-Cola brand on, means nothing. It means nothing having that Coca-Cola brand on it. No. It's nothing. Okay. Uh, Paul, now, this is another one I picked up in this shop, and I'll be going back there. This really caught my eye, because look at the retro styling on this. But it looks like it's a 70s bottle. It looks like a bottle from the 70s. It's got, like, sort of schmutz on it. It's like where it's been banging against other glasses in a crate. In a crate. Yeah. If they've sort of produced this as a sort of uh, fake retro look, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Because it really does look like an old-school sort of... Uh, soda bottle that you would return for a, for a dime or Definitely. something. Uh, it's Limpka, everybody. I, I think imagine it's, it's a lemon drink. Yeah, and it is cloudy. It's a cloudy, very similar to the Shakata Fanta. They've got we... an opener for oh, it. Oh, brilliant. Give it a pop there. Pull I'll have... pop off the lid. So again, this is Limpka. You can find pictures of all I'll of the... I'll pop off 
And then Josh off. <laughs> You'll find pictures of all of the things we taste on the show on our website. Thecheapshow.co.uk. Yeah. Oh, that's really got that bleachy lemonade uh, smell to it, man. Now, it does say MLG date. I'm not sure what MLG means, but 08 12 18. So are we okay to drink well, this? Well, I, I bought it a month ago. Oh. I bought it a month ago in this country, so, you know. it does. You know what it smells like? It's not going to be poisonous if it's a year out of date, is it? Do you know what I mean? Well, not even. It's not even a year, is it? It's a couple of months when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. Fucking Stuart drinking that Cresta. The Cresta, which was... <laughs> bloody idiot. <laughs> sometimes, was... Stuart, sometimes it's okay not to put it in your mouth. Well, that's all. That's what she said, isn't Yay! it? So, what do you think of the smell? It tastes like the little blocks you put in toilet urinal. <laughs> it totally does, it does, doesn't it? It's exactly now, that smell. My, let's have, we're going to taste this. Where's my fucking glass? Have you tasted it now? Oh, this is my glass. That was yours there. That's not mine. Well, it's not. This is definitely mine. So I don't know where you've put yours. Where the fuck did I put mine? Oh, there it is. Okay. I've got a little bit in. And yeah, it's, it's a very is chemically it lemon. It's a much better fizz. Oh, that tastes like a toilet. <laughs> That tastes that like tastes that? like a fucking bog. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? That's not very good at all. Are you definitely sure that isn't for toilet? Like we just haven't drunk toilet cleaner because, <laughs> uh, mate, that oh, is the most toilety thing I've that's ever drunk. That's a particular drunk. thing, isn't it? It really tastes like that bleach that they put in toilets. Not that I eat that, but it, no, but the smell of it, like those toilet cakes, is what it yeah. tastes. Isn't it? Those cakes. That lemony, toilety. Wow, that's a and terrible. And even the smell you go into a bathroom. You know when you go into a toilet at a club or a pub and that smell hits you? It really those... does taste like that. It's bizarre. Ugh. Another drop. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It really does, though. Oh, Fucking weird. They use fucking lemon pledge in it, basically, don't they? Uh, that is horrible. That is Limca, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it tastes like toilets. But you know what I think it must be? It must be one of these cult things from the from the place it originated. That you know, people, rem- you know what, you know the way that people sort of are getting nostalgic for for things from their, you know, because if you had like a Panda Pop Cherry Aid, yeah, you'd probably think, oh, maybe you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's appealing to the nostalgia of Ooh, what to drinking out of fucking toilets. No, but that's the people who grow up when this where well, this was made. We've got a board meeting. We're trying to get a new drink out up market. And we want to we want to really kind of touch on the nostalgia bone of our of our, our potential audience. So what I'm thinking is that <coughs> how about we make a drink that, that tastes and smells just like having a piss in a shitty pub? How about that? Brilliant. Uh, should we do that? Yeah. And uh, we'll call it Limia. Limka. Limka. Uh, thank you. That's a good idea. No, but I just uh, sorry to, to hurry you. Now but we'll we've, got, the we've got this, bottles mit, a little this bit. Uncle Grumbly. He's outside. He's got a whole uh, range of tasting jams. You know what I'm going to do? What? Drink some more shakata no. to get rid of the taste. Have a cocktail. Cocktail. <laughs> Pour a little bit of limka, a limka in and with and the Fanta. So this is half Fanta, half limka. It's Fanta or limta. Give it, a, give it a little taste there, Paul. Here Still we go. Still smells like a toilet. So this is half that toilet shit and half the fucking flower elderflower wank. All right, here we go. <laughs> better than both? Actually, yes. Really? It does taste better when you mix it. Let's have a taste. <laughs> it does. It almost tastes like a cocktail mixer. Mm. Oh, that's quite nice, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> We've done some major science today. <laughs> Bizarre. Okay, so. There you go, little lad. Hope you enjoyed my soda jerkin. Right. <laughs>
Please come again. There's all sorts of soldiers out here. No, you. Why is my voice again? totally changed? Just <laughs> because they're shit. <laughs> right, fuck it. That's it. So what's uh, what's uh, the what are we finishing off the show with today, Paul? Well, today we're going to don't do that. That's one of your fucking things. Drop the bass. Imagine you with. Don't do that. Drop the bass. All right, good. We're doing Silverman's platter. Silverman's platter. It's not Silverman's platter. It's Gannon's platter. It's only a short one. Gannon's platter. It's only a short one. All right, I'm interested. Now, I haven't seen any of these. No. Because these are what you've brought back from your recent trip abroad. So I was staying with Jenny Zagrino in Echo Park in LA. And she's a comedian. And she's a comedian. She's a very, very, very funny lady. During the day, I'd pop out and I'd go wandering along Sunset uh, Strip. Because it's a really long, 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 Is long, Sunset long Strip and Sunset Boulevard part of the same Yeah, Strip's road. a small part of the uh, oh, oh, the strip boulevard. Is, oh, okay. The boulevard goes oh, you know for what? miles. I never knew that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, The boulevard's miles and miles, is it? Yeah, it goes... Yeah. Right from like downtown LA, all along the strip is where, and the strip is where all the the bars are. Yeah, and it's all kind of the touristy stuff as well. Okay, yeah. The, the uh, uh, Ch- uh, man's Chinese theater. No, that it's a on... little bit. No, that's further up. So that's Hollywood, they would say. But that's still on. That's on Sunset, though. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you can go literally across the whole of the top end of LA by on going sunset. along Sunset. Yeah. Anyway, the little area I was in near Echo Park was very kind of hipstery. Like there was a place I went to called I Am Eight Bit, which was a video game shop that kind of only sold really rare artwork and T-shirts and vinyl. It's where I got that Conquest Bad Fur Day. Did they have any actual um, old uh, cartridges? Yeah, nope. Not, but it was like reproductions and and 25th anniversaries and vinyls of soundtracks and all this kind of just game ephemera. Yeah, it was more like a kind of like an art gallery that sold you stuff more than a shop. Yeah. That kind of thing. I also went to a few little weird and wonderful shops along that way. However, I went into one place and it was called, it was like Cosmic Vinyl, I want to say. Okay. And I went in and there's a little guy in there. I say little guy, but you look like the kind of guy you exactly expect to work in a LA record shop off Sunset. Was long he hairy? Hair, yeah. Long right. hair, thin. You know, he's listening to some kind of song that you've never heard of, but he knows you've never heard of because he wants you to ask. He wants you to ask him what the song is that he's playing. You know, and then he'll sell it to you. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. But it had an amazing collection in there. It was like it wasn't elaborate. It was just one shop, not too big, but it had boxes on every kind of shelf and things on the floor you could pull out and draw. So yeah. if you went hunting around, you could explore. Did they anywhere. have seven inches? Seven inches. They 12 had singles. Inch. Yeah, yeah, they had loads of stuff. You're going to find out some of the stuff I got. Ah. Uh, at the one end of the shop, though, they had a fake 70s living room. So, like, a fake, ca- you know, like a couch and, yeah, a, and yeah. like an old 70s record player and an old TV. And it had a little stage. So they do comedy there some nights as well. Ah. So, that's a nice little scene, you know? Yeah. So, it was like a comedy club and a record shop. And, and the guy there was really friendly. It's like you, so, you go into some place and you feel intimidated because... Right. this kind of wankers you get in record shops. Yeah. Just like this kind of... Scowling. Scowly, knows better than you. Humorless as well. Humorless. Tired, scowling, bitter. It's, it's a bit like that kind of, uh, what was it, High Fidelity, that book, whatever it was called. Yes, uh, that's that, what it was called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's that kind of mentality, the muso. Snotty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Superior. Yes. Unnecessarily superior. Yes, because he's just a, sh- a schmo who works in a, a record, record shop. shop. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this guy seemed quite nice. And he was very chatty and he came in and he was like, oh, British and that kind of thing. But he left me to it. I'm digging around. And they had a great big box of eight tracks. I would love to have bought a few, but there was not a single fucking one there. I was even mildly amused by having on a shelf. It was all like 30 country and western yeah. hits or... Songs from a musical that you've never heard of. Now, for uh, younger listeners, 8-Track was a format, a tape format, that was invented primarily for cars. Yes, it was. And didn't really take off in this country. But no. in, in the mid-70s, US. I guess, in the US, yeah. it was a big thing, wasn't it? It was how they listened to mu- music on the road. If you didn't have a car radio, you had yeah. an 8-Track. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, you know... So they'd do an album on it, I guess, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, they would. But the thing is, as Tech Moan's kind of said in the past... Did you see Tech Moan's latest thing? About what, the, the big reco- record? recorder thing? Yes. Oh, wow. Fucking want one. Just because all that Kenny Everett stuff. Anyway, check out Tech Moan. His channel's great. But he was saying, you know, how they sometimes have to repurpose the tracks on 8-track albums because they don't quite fit on the side of tape. Yeah, yeah. So you have a big gap. Or you split a song in half. They'd actually in the do actual that. Worst yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was tempted to get a few 8-tracks just because, you know, you don't often well, see them in the UK player, to buy. you need a player, don't you? You're well, never no, going to kind of ornaments. Yes. But, but again, they just they were, were all, the, the titles were boring. It was basically. all country and western stuff. For yeah. like The only one I nearly got was the soundtrack to Convoy. Okay. One of the very last Sam Peckinpah films for yeah. Chris Christopherson and his Convoy. That's interesting, yeah. But how much were they going for, if you don't mind me asking? Like 70 cents, 50 cents, oh, 20 cents. Oh, so you could... It was just luggage, luggage room, basically. It was just, yeah. like, do I want to take this piece yeah. of shit home just yeah. so I can buy an 8-track? Because you just really can't buy them in the UK. No, you, you, do, you do see them at the Reckon Tape Exchange yeah. in Notting Hill, they, but they're, like, few and far between. Now, if I yeah. had your mentality and the things that you would look for, I might have bought more specifically for you, but I didn't really yeah, know... Yeah, that's I because getting... I buy for music, and, and also, you're just buying for sort of novelty. Yeah, but... Also, even though there were genres, some boxes were just things. So you'd have to go through every... Si- I was in that place for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Just going through boxes because you go, what if I skip that box, but it's got well, that's, whatever that's, it is. Now you know the dilemma of the digger. In it. You're in some terrible charity shop. Do you know what I mean? You're going to miss your train. But, and you've been wading through endless Montevani albums. I was going to say James Montevani, Last, yeah. James Last and that fucking... Barbara Streisand. And Chris Christopherson yeah. one where they're snogging on the cover yeah. comes up eight Always times. Always the time. But then you Bobby think... Bobby Crush. But then you think... Mrs. Mills. Yeah, Mrs. Mills. Whatever. And you just think there's nothing here. And those sort of, you know, Beethoven boxes or whatever. Yeah. And you just... But the fact is, the run right at the back yeah. of the filthy box that you have to lean over and have some guy's arse in your face who's yeah. looking at the CDs, you know, that could be the gold. That yeah. could be the BBC Radiophonic Schools record or whatever. Mate, you know what I mean? They had a BBC record there, and it was um, a collection of nursery rhymes taken from some bizarre BBC thing yeah. I've never heard of. But the comedy section was amazing. They had lots of Fire Sign Theatre albums there. I've got a few of those. And uh, National Lampoon albums. You know what my favourite Fire Sign Theatre LP is? We're all bozos on the bus. Is that the is- one with Nasty Gorman on? The, song it's the, the story is there's all these sort of clowns. It's very absurd. There's oh, these clowns the, on the bus. The Nixon thing. And they go and see a, the Nixon robot. Yeah, that's and fucking it weird. Down. It's almost like psychedelic comedy. It gets all like... Well, that was yeah, the thing. Really good. Comedy albums as a concept were huge in America because they were a college thing. So a lot of yeah, colleges yeah. got into Python because of these albums. Yeah, of course. And also Feinstein Theatre was like a huge college and comedy And almost unheard band. of in this country, Feinstein yeah, Theatre. Yeah, didn't They were like a, theater, a comic theatre troupe, weren't they, really? Yeah, but they specialised specifically in making comedy albums. Yes. So 
it was all about the soundscape. I've got about three or four of them. Yeah, yeah. I've got two at like home. Like I say, that's my favourite. We're all bozos on the bus. It's a classic. Well, the one I've got is the one that has Karl Marx and uh, other marks on it. Uh, Groucho Marx. Groucho and Karl Marx, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what the title's called. I've also got one um, which is... Um, I mean, it's an acquired taste fight, yeah, I fear. Some of it's not you... as good. I've got one which is like their fake private eye. Oh, Once. that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole B-side or an A-side. That's a no, whole side L- of an I've album. I've got a whole LB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they're an acquired taste, but if you like them, you'll end up really liking yeah. them. And they really put a lot of effort into what they were doing. So I went looking through all these bins and boxes, and I was there for a few hours. And frankly, uh, it was so hot outside, and I'd sweated so much that all my clothes were see-through, even my denim jeans. I didn't think to bring shorts, because I just didn't think it was going to be jeans hot. jeans weren't see-through. They were just sodden. No, but they were sodden. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was, yeah. like, it was all up in there. Yeah. I felt like saying, <laughs> excuse me for that, when I was fixing myself, frankly. But Excuse me for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Long... It's, like, it's like shame, isn't it? So Saying it, not sorry, not like I apologise, but excuse me. You know, it's yeah. like more shameful. That happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw me get fingers deep inside my own gusset. Yeah. Gulch engineering. Imagine she just put her hand out and said, sniff it. Oh, mate. And it smelt of fucking limca. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. It would anyway, mean she'd been bleaching it. Eventually, I found two. Two records I thought, for whatever reason, you'd appreciate. Oh. So, I'm going to give you the one that is, you know, fun. First. Oh. Right, here we go. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm having a oh, I'm having a thing. Now it's oh, not quite... already just by looking at it. Yeah. I love this. But it's not quite what you think, but I have know. a little look. I've looked think. at this, ladies and gentlemen. He's handed it to me. It's a seven inch single and it's a yellow label. Yeah. And on the label it's got Sesame Street. Yeah. It's got the Sesame Street size street sign logo. Uh, there, and I just love this. There I ha- don't have a record that has the Sesame Street logo. Really? The seven inch, no. There was a few there, but uh, this Oof. is interesting. Ooh, ooh, because I collect Muppets sevens. Yeah. You know that. And I've got Manu Manu. Yes. And uh, all other ones as well. Yeah. And the- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Now, this is, the, what it is, it, what actually is it? This is Kate Taylor and the Simon Taylor family, who must be some of those, you know, non- non-Muppet people yeah. on, the, on the show. Dance in group. harmony on one side. And on the other side, winking, blinking, and nod. Yeah. It looks like wanking. It's not wanking, blanking, and knob. <laughs> By the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Very strange. So what this is, it's a single that this came This is off- the Doobie Brothers when they were on this, but they did a song especially for Sesame Street. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. The th- what it is, is you've got a single there taken from an album called oh. Sesame Street in Harmony. And what happened was they... It's from an LP called In Harmony. They did an album where they asked all the contemporary artists of the 70s, whenever it was, to do a cover of a famous nursery rhyme or folk song or whatever. So side A is the Doobie Brothers, because that was released as a single. And they're doing a version of a song called Winky, Blinky and Nod. 1980. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one, In Harmony by whatever her name is, that's the kind of album title. It's just a kind of... It's, it's the original track for it, which is kind of all about peace and harmony so and singing the, it's together. it's the title track for yeah. the album. Yeah. But the, um, there was two albums released on a similar theme. Contemporary artists doing nursery rhymes for a Sesame Street album. And what was popular about it was, off the success of the second album, that's where we got the famous Bruce Springsteen Santa Claus coming to town from. That was initially meant to be for a Sesame Street album, released independently, and then put onto the second album. Right. Because it was so popular. So, yeah, there's lots of, like, Tina Turner, Elton John, I think, is on the second album. They all do covers of kids. I honestly love this. Yeah. And what's the tune like? Should we listen to a bit of it right now? Yeah, why not? (laughs) 
little folksy, but it's got that Doobie Brothers twang. To, you know, it's got that seventies folk music. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, because you don't know how to describe it. No, I don't. But are it, you talking about a kind of um, sort of uh, funky? It's funky? very Doobie Brothers. Yeah, in sound and how it's built, yeah. but because the song itself is kind of folklore, it's it's folksy song. Yeah. Imagine basically crossing Does a Bagpuss r- track with a Doobie Brothers track. Okay. And that's kind of what you've got. I think that was like a dollar. Buck 99, two dollars. Oh, okay. Good, I forgot the prices. Strangely, on the sleeve it says picture sleeve in collection. Extras. So does that mean like it'd be more expensive? It's strange. No, because when I asked about that, you go, sometimes you just put it into sleeves that are free. You know, like they don't have yeah. the sleeves. Yeah. So they yeah. have that. So, so I'd like to uh, see what the sleeve was for that. But that is going to be... In my collection box, Paul, Good. I love it. All Thank right, you well, very much. Hopefully you'll like this next one, because when I found that, I was like, well, we've been seeing a lot of flexies recently. I'm so into flexies since you got me into flexies by buying that book. Yeah. And, you know, we should also listen at some point to the pickle manufacturer flexi. Oh, yeah. That I bought in Brighton. Oh, Epicure yeah. HP. Epicure HP. All right, we'll do that. We'll do it in the next episode. Yeah, all right, we'll do all it. Right, let me show me this so, anyway, LA one. So this is the this, this the is, flexi, is it? Yeah. Now, here's the thing with this flexi: the content you'll know if you know the artist, you'll know the content, but it's what it's actually on. It's what it's actually for. Is which it a is shape really flexi? Kind of. So I just show you. Yeah. Here we go. California Driving School, America's largest and finest by far. Ah, oh, Bob Newhart. Yeah. Fucking cool. So they've taken the Bob Newhart, very famous material, the driving instructor And it, they sketch. pasted it to a card with a, a spindle hole in the middle yeah. of the card and a picture of um, the driving a driving school on the front and the flexi is, is glued on. It's not glued on, it's the actual... No, it's, it's actually one piece, you're right. Yeah. But, it, but they've done it, they've done a fake record shape so yeah. you know where to put the needle. Um, you can open it up. Oh, what a great it's, it's item. Like, it's three gate, this is a f- great thing. little flexi, mate. Over white. It's like a gatefold flexi. And it's got, yeah, it's got all stuff. As if it was a real pamphlet for a driving in school. Well, it is. It is a real pamphlet. The idea was to persuade what? people to go to his California driving school because oh. there were phone numbers. It was kind of like, a, hey, we're professional and blah, blah, blah. But for a bit of fun, why don't you listen to this from Bob Newhart? So they've licensed driving. it from Warner Brothers, you can see yeah. there. So they, That's they really kindly. interesting. Bob Newhart. Driver of care, everyone. So, yeah, it's an actual... Oh, this is brilliant. This is real ephemera, man. Yeah, it's nice. And, it, you know, it's like you only got them in L.A. in the 70s. And, you know, they were probably in like, you know, uh, what do they call them? Uh, uh, the, the driving instructor schools in America. I can't remember what they're called now. AFTs or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, fuck. You know, they always say they're in the line at the... DVLA. Car- DVLA or whatever. It's whatever their version of that is. Yeah, because the sisters in Marge's sisters in, in were the there. Simpsons work fine yeah. right now I can't think about it even though I've seen an episode of the Simpsons hundreds of times and it's yeah, just gone it's weird. just gone so the, so the Bob Newhart thing's fascinating because as I say it's like I almost like that more it's a lovely flexi and place an entire folded unit on the record so you just literally plop yeah. it on there yeah the whole thing acts like the disc Yeah, and uh, again we'll, we'll play which is tire- good which is probably quite good design because the heaviness of the rest of the card yeah. Means it's more stable, do you know what I mean? So it's quite a well designed flexi. But like say. it's also like it's just an advert for the whole thing that they do. So it's like here's our instructors, how they learn, here's a fake car, they're all like desks. They look that cheeky they look so straight laced, man. The men employed as instructors for California driving schools are specifically selected for their patience and understanding of human nature. And being white. For their knowledge of driver education and for their ability to impart maximum skill in a minimum time. 
not the one I had. It was fucking weird. The driving so you got instructor, learned to drive in America. Yeah, and in LA, in LA. Yeah, it was um, weird. <laughs> mate, he was so weird because he was wearing an obvious wig, and every time like I was driving, I saw him just like touch himself. You know, like just like run his leg down his thigh like that. His then, hand like, down his thigh. His hand down his thigh. If you run your leg down your thigh, <laughs> you run yeah. And then afterwards, after that first lesson, I was always like creeped out by him and goes, I don't suppose I could just use your toilet for a little while. What? Just, and I was like, all right, but you're a stranger, so blah, 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 blah. And I kind of waited outside the house weirdly, you know, because he's talking yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was in there for like 10 minutes. And then when he came out, his hair was different. He changed a wig. And then got back into the car and drove off. Well, you know, at least he wasn't, you know. Which is better than the, the driving instructor I had next, who was a Russian lady who shouted frightfully at me as I was driving through Topanga Canyons on very thin roads with massive fucking yeah, sheer yeah. drops. And as I'm literally in tears, panicking, and she's <laughs> screaming in Russian at me. Because, you know, you had to, when you do a driving lesson in America, the overall, the overall I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but the last driver picks you up. You drive them okay. to their place, and then you carry on with your lesson. Yeah, I think they do that here And then you as drive well, to yeah. the next place, and then they yeah. get in and drive you to where they drop off. Anyway, they do this that, person yeah. lived up in the fucking mountains. So anyway, I'm I'm that far from death every few minutes. The woman's shouting at me. She's grabbing the steering wheel. I'm panicking. I'm having a panic attack. We finally get to this person's house for their driving lesson, and I pour out the front seat in near tears, shaking. And that poor girl gets into the seat. And, and like, she gets screamed at. Yeah. She was very quiet. Crikey. Drove me home. It was weird silence. No one spoke. Do we really need to play any of the Bob Newhart? N- no, no. It's a very famous piece of material. It's, I think it's probably his most famous. And Bob Newhart had the whole thing. He'd do a monologue, but he'd do one side of a conversation. Quite clever That was writing. kind of his, his thing, wasn't yeah. it? His shtick. It was one side of a conversation. Yeah. Like, so it was want... all like implied what the other person was saying. Clever. You yeah. Know, like Joyce, yeah. Joyce Grenfell did that as well. Did she? Uh, yeah, the yeah. old, you know, hello class. Yes. No, Tommy shouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. If you fill in. Actually, uh, Rowan Atkinson kind of did that as he well. Did it with once his or vicar, twice. His vicar, yeah. And also the headmaster. One the headmaster and also the the devil when they arrive in hell. Oh, yeah. They're, they're good when they're done right. And Bob Newhart, you could all argue, mastered it. He did. He's so yeah, synonymous yeah, yeah. with that style. Yeah. Like the other one that's popular is the uh, Sir Walter Riley sketch. Yes. When he's introducing tobacco to... And they're like, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crazy one. burn it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Potatoes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a nice... And that's a lovely bit of stand-up, because the whole thing is set off with him saying, and now I'm going to talk to one of the professions of the United States, which is the most dangerous, where they go into work not knowing if they're going to come home at night. Yeah, yeah. The drivers. Yeah, yeah. And it's so... It's it's actually really kind of sweet to listen to, because it's so... Dry and humble. That's and... The 50s was like that, wasn't yeah. it? The culture was extremely sort of... Uh... There's all standards to sit on stools. Well, he's known as buttoned, buttoned down, isn't he? The buttoned down mind. Yeah. Which means straight laced and kind of uh, yeah. low key, doesn't it? I guess. But his stuff was creative and clever. And yes. People mock it, but like they only mock it from the distance of hindsight yeah. and being all sneery. But yeah. So there you go. I found that. And again, uh, I didn't get to go to too many record shops, but that was local and nearby. Paul, I'm, I'm, I'm chuffed with those, honestly. I'm I'm actually getting into flexies, and that is a fucking really nice one. And it's in good condition. Yeah. When I played it, I was like, oh, I hope it works. But with flexi, with flexi collecting, it's not about the music or the content, really. No, it's about the appearance, isn't it? You know, as the, as the Johnny Trunk book sort of said. Yeah. So it's a sort of different sort of avenue of uh, of vinyl collecting, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's something adorable about flexies in all their shapes and forms. They are. Novelty, novelty to the extreme, but I don't know. Ephemera to the extreme. Oh, let's talk about it now. Fucking, let's do it. The the pickle one. This is uh, the pickle one. 
that I picked up in Brighton. It's a two-sided flexi. That's novel. Unusual. Uh, party time hits. So what does that mean, though? Is it, is it like a kind of... It's like a Stars Over 45 or that or that uh, Music that for Pleasure album that you just bought. Yeah, yeah I bought a Pepsi uh, people, thing shit. A bunch of session guys just doing covering hits of the day, which you used to get, which completely doesn't exist at all anymore. No, those Top of the Pops albums that were out yeah. were all that. Exactly. It's all covers. And I thought, oh, it's the BBC show. Not related to it all. Uh, and But this is a promotional item for a company called Epicure HP. Now, I wonder if the HP has something to do with HP Source. Oh, maybe. I mean, not that I think I'm going to get much more out of it. HP, no, HP did make pickles, though. That's it. That's that's their pickle brand, then, isn't it? Epicure. This record by can HP. be made on both. Uh, it should not be played on automatic equipment. What does that mean? They're like an auto like a jukebox arm. or something. Yeah. Or an auto arm, auto changer. Lintone Records. Which, uh, they're the ones. They're the ones. They like, made the most book of says, them. If, yeah. By and large, if you saw it, it was a Lintone. Yeah. They were the big manufacturer of flexies. If yeah. we, if I knew we could sell them as enough, we, sh- I would love to make a cheap show flexi. Now we did look into that, didn't we? The prices they're and expensive. Is it like seven hundred quid for one or no, something? No, I don't know if it was that bad. We'd have to do a very limited run, maybe like fifty, and it would probably cost us a couple of hundred quid. Oh, really? It's not. Oh, I thought it was much more. And we'd prohibitive. have to charge more than you'd really need to for vinyl. Look, it's yeah. a tricky thing. If we get enough feedback, maybe we'll do it. But I thought you know maybe a, a nice white flexi. Now or see through that'd be nice. Yeah, see through a spoffy kind of looking coloured one. Maybe on a postcard. Those. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of consider- design considerations, isn't yeah. there? Basically. Um, oh, I'd love but to do we, it. Flexi. We do. We would be able to use the sort of cheap show artist to do it. Party time hits record one. They had rec- they had the cover of record two there. Yeah, which I would have got if they, if they had the record. But there you go. They didn't. It's a two sided, thirty three RPM. So like a little um, EP. Yeah. Um, Side one, Simon says. Put your hands in the earth. Which is by Simple Curtis Simon. Knight. Is it? Weird. Curtis Knight is an R&B singer who used to who worked with Hendrix in his early career, famously. Strange. I didn't know he wrote Simon Says. <laughs> no, He but didn't. He might have done. Think about Weird. it. Weird. Think about it. If he'd written in the 50s and it was like a kind of novelty song that he'd sold for whatever bit yeah, of money. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Yellow River... And the writer's Jeff Christie. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody, I don't think we need to say who the writer is. Yeah, Blink-182. Lemon and McCartney. And Amarillo by Sadaka, which has to be Neil Sadaka, right? Yeah. And Greenfield. Hey Jude on Open Side 2. Lennon and McCartney, Satisfaction, Jagger Richards. Aquarius, Rado Ragney McDermott. Is Aquarius, we think, is the this song is from... This is the dawning of from... the age of Aquarius. Yes, from... I'd like to play a clip of it, but it's probably going to flag the fucking content. And then Bad Moon Rising. Creedence. I hear Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. I've got a brewer on the, the way. way. <laughs> Don't go in there right now. <laughs> Give it five minutes. There's a bad Why do I love <laughs> on the floater. Why is this my humour, man? Why is it our humour? But know. it's what we are. <laughs> bad poo on the... <laughs> oh, God. Right. <laughs> Epicure Pickles. And it doesn't do much to sort of promote the pickles. It's got no. pictures of vegetables. But, but it HP says, do do pickles still to I this day. I wonder if it has, and uh, as these things often do, yeah. a sort of advert voiceover before the, the tunes kick in. Oh, We're going to have to check that we'll out. have to check that out. Okay. Right, well, that was a lovely, I think, flexi. Thank- a, a lovely little splatter platter. Thank you very much. And they're yours. And you can see pictures of these uh, on, on the website. On the website. Right, okay, let's wrap this fucking show up. Don't do that.
And I just want to say very briefly, because this will come out just Thank before you. the live show, Digitizer, live show. If you're coming along to that, if you listen to this podcast and you're coming to Digitizer live, we will be selling printed editions of the, the Cheap, Cheap Show, show magazine. magazine and special uh, Barco Battler Cheap Show cards as well. Oh, excellent. So I think it's going to be four quid. And if we get everyone to sign them, we might make uh, another slap of another quid on that because I want to make sure Yvonne, who made these magazines and put so much fucking time, effort, and talent into doing it, um, get some money back. Yes. Because we, we, we're going to get into into merch. I'm going to do it in a way that helps Yvonne and Tony. So the idea is they'll do the merch, make the money, because they've done so much for us in the past. Absolutely. And we'll just worry about the major logos and T-shirts and things like that. So with that in mind, let's make Yvonne some money. If you're coming on to the live show, buy a magazine, help her out. And see you there. See you there. Well, you will be gone at the halfway point. Yeah. And I'll be go playing DJ. characters, so yeah, it's not going to be me. It's going to be fun. So anyway, yeah, patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Donate as little or as lot as you want. Uh, Twitter, at the cheap show pod, at Paul Gannon Show. I have a Twitter presence as well. My Twitter handle is Eli Snoy, D-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. You can find us on Reddit. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Just look for Cheap Show Podcast on any of those services. You'll probably find us. We'll qu- you can have a chat about the episodes you just listened to on Reddit as well. That's fun. I can't get it. My you phone doesn't go. Listen, not that or what? Should we just end with you going, little neg out, negging me. You're negging me like a mid-90s pickup artist. Anyway, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Paul has a look on his face like why did I say the word 80s? 80s yeah why did I that's what I said Blue Peter before for oh, no reason he referred to uh, listener he referred to Cheap Show as Blue Peter <laughs> no, no that that there's one thing this show isn't it's fucking Blue that Peter that reveals a weird conflicted inner core in your soul mate anyway email us about anything thecheapshow at gmail.com and that's it. Thank you very much. For another week. Now, you're off to France for a bit, aren't you? Oh, la, la. You're going to bring back some French cheap eats, maybe? Uh, yeah, if I see anything. Oh, well, if you see anything, bring it back. Uh, surely will. Yeah. And um, that's all. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you for listening. It's been another episode of Cheap Show. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, Cheap Show listener. Want to get your hands on some Cheap Show merch? Well, now you can. Why not support Yvonne by going to www.cheapmag.shop and picking up your physical copy of the Cheap Show unofficial magazine. It's packed full of interviews, competitions, games, articles and features written by some cheapskates themselves. Also, want to get your hands on a t-shirt? Well, redbubble.com now has a page by Tony, one of our artists on Cheap Show, and if you go to tinyurl.com forward slash rbcheapshow, that's rbcheapshow, you can now get your hands on limited edition designs made by Tony for cheap shows, cheap skates like yourself. So why don't pop along and support these wonderful people while you can. Pip pip, bye bye.